What an awesome song that was. What an awesome God we have. And welcome to Devotionals with Ronnie Strader. And I am your host, Ronnie Strader. And this week's devotional topic is going to be about the number one thing that we all need. And that is G O. D. God. God, without Him, there would be nothing. Without Him, there would be no love. There would be nothing that we have on this earth is worth having if we don't have God. So if you have your Bibles with you today, I would like for you to turn with me in the very first chapter of Genesis. I just want to read a few scriptures here and there out of the out of Genesis and throughout the Bible today. So uh, if you have your Bibles with you, please turn to the first chapter. If you have the Bible on a device, that's great. But the best app I've found is the Bible itself. I'm going to give you a little time. Which shouldn't be that much time because, you know, it's the very first chapter of the book. <laughs> but, uh, you know, every child asks this question, including us, not just children. But adults too. Who made God? Every child asks this question. And no one can answer it. There are some things beyond us. We cannot conceive of the beginning of time nor the end of time. nor the boundaries of space. The world has been in existence always, or it was made out of nothing. One or the other, yet we can conceive or neither, of neither. This we do know. The highest of all things within reach of our thinking is personality, mind, and intelligence. Where did it come from? Could it imitate, create intelligence? In faith, we accept as the ultimate in our thinking a power higher than ourselves, God, in hope that someday in the beyond we shall understand the mysteries of, uh, of existence. Excuse me. Uh, haven't really 
guess you could say I haven't really felt myself in a couple days, but uh, I think it's the weather. <laughs> it's been cold where we're at. Where we're at. Uh, anyway, waking up to a winter wonderland out here. But that is a day that God has made. And allow us to bow our heads and allow us to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you at this time, Lord. We just ask you to strengthen us, guide us. Be with us in these next few days. Be with those uh, who are traveling, hopefully, that whomever is out there traveling out in the ice and snow, that they... That they... Uh, That they be safe, Lord. Lord, be with those who are sick. Be with those who take care of the sick. Be with their families. It's been so stressful, Lord, but you're an awesome God. You're a wonderful God. You're still the same God as you were back then as you are today. All sovereign. All knowing. All loving. And very wrathful. But more loving. Slow to anger. What an awesome God we serve, Lord. Without you, we're nothing. You sent your Son to die for us all on the cross because you loved us so much. Lord, what an honor that is. What is better love and laying down your life for your friends. And you did that, Lord. Lord, forgive me. And forgive us where we fail you. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Sorry about the little whistle ago during our prayer. But, uh, somebody forgot to silence their phone. <laughs> Oops, that's me. Uh, anyway, happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there who are in Love City. But, uh, but the best love you can get is God's love. And there ain't no better love than that. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, allow us to start in verse 1 of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Stop. Who? What does it say? In the beginning, God created what? Heavens and the earth. Let's flip over to John 1 1. Let's compare that verse. 
Like I said, you're going to bear with me today. We're going to be all over this Bible today. Uh, in this in this message today. Uh, the Lord's had me all over the place to, this week. And uh, in thought, in spirit. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Well, let's stop for a second. Let's talk about two things. In the beginning, in the Old Testament, God is the Creator, the Father, the Father Creator, which He created the heavens and the earth. He created the earth. He created everything from the light to the darkness, from the trees to the air, from the beast that lives in it, and the beast that lives within it. Which is the... He created all the waters, all this, in seven days. But on this day, He took a rest. He looked back and He he saw that everything was good. Then he created man in the second chapter. He, after creating all the world and everything with within it and with and the universe, he thought, man. What can I put? <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> what can I put on this beautiful world that I created? Oh, I know. He said, "Man, I just said, what can I make to go into the beautiful world?" <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Man, that's who I can put on earth. So he grabs some dirt and he makes Adam out of it. And he says, this is good. I've created man. I've created mankind. But something's missing. Something's missing. Hold on, wait a minute. He needs somebody to love. I love him. But who does he love? I want to see who he can love. So I shall make him someone to love. For I'm God. I can do that. So God does another miracle. First he spoke the world in existence and then he took the dirt from the world that he created and created man. And then he put man to sleep. He put man to sleep for a minute. And he opened man up and he took from his rib and out of man's rib 
He wove a woman, for out of man's flesh came woman. And from that on, God created a man and woman to love each other, to be man and wife. Well, what does this have to do with what uh, what one one says in John? Well, God was the Word, and 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 you read down in chapter one, I think it's about I don't know verse fourteen of John is talks about. Let's go over there and look. What does it say? It says that. The Word became flesh. What does that mean? What does that mean that the Word became flesh? What are you talking about? God became flesh because He loved the world so much that He wanted to see how it was like to be what He created. Oh, this is a day about love. Well, I'm going to talk about the greatest love there is. Jesus Christ, who we serve as Lord and Savior, is love. So that within God is the Word, which the Word became flesh, which became love. For us all, He did what? He laid down his life for you and me. And he rose on the third day because he still loved us that much. He still believes in you. We was going to go to, uh, excuse me, I had a moment. I felt love in my heart because I reminded that God loves me. Let's go down to verse 14 in John where it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory and glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. They bore the witness of God in the flesh. Now we worship Him in the truth. So, who is God to you? What is God to you? To the believer, he is the internal being who created and preserves all things. Christian teachings of the immense intelligent intelligent of God and his love for all humanity.
God is the same God who created the universe and all that was in it. Which is the same God who came into the world. Who manifested himself as Jesus Christ. Because he loved the world. Not because of what he created, but what he with he created within it. So he came into the world. He knew what sicknesses was. He knew what pain was. He knew what doubt was. He knew what all these things that we go through, depression, anxiety. But he did all these things without sin. In the Old Testament, God is the creator. God the Father. God the provider. God the way maker. In the New Testament, He continues to be the same God. When you break God down, and you break Him down in the three simple Points. It's not ever mentioned in the Bible the word Trinity, but the phrase God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You break God into down in those things the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This never becomes a, a, a threesome. This becomes, this doesn't not imply that there are three gods. No, don't get the words twisted. Don't take words out of context. Don't take what the word of God and make it out to what you believe it. Take it, take it for what it is and what God says it is. For it never implies that there are three gods, but all and one are the same. For verses, verse 14 of John it says, And God, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Verse 11 says, He came of His own. And his own did not receive him. But as many has received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God and those who believe in his name. What does that tell you? That he loved you so much on this. <laughs> what a day to talk about God. Of all days. Valentine's Day. Every day is a great day to talk about God, but what a day to talk about love. If you're talking about God, you're talking about love. For He loved the world. John 3.16. Turn over there real quick. John 3.16. What does it say? Now, you know, we should know this by heart. But I want to read it together. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17, For God did not send his Son in the world to condemn it, but the the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, but because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son, God. So who is God to you? To me, he's my Savior. To me, he's my rock. He's the very foundation that I build my world upon. So let's talk about a little bit. Let's get to know who God is. To understand God, we must first learn who He is. So who is He? To truly know who He is, you first got to have a personal relationship. So let's go over some characteristics. The characteristics of God. God is spirit. Let's turn back over this over to Genesis chapter one, verse two. earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep stop this next phrase is very important for I want you to underline this it says and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters well I want you to underline that because I want you to Realize, I want you to get a visualization who, when God was creating the world, that His Spirit was hovering over the waters of the earth. That means, think of yourself looking up from the water's view. Looking up, seeing the Spirit of God. What an amazing view. What an amazing view. The trees, the waters, grass were the only beings on the planet. That were totally refuses to know who God is. 
when the earth itself got its first look. I'm going to let you think about that for a second. In the New Testament, let's go to John chapter 4, verse 24. I told you we was going to be all over this puppy today. <laughs> um, hey, I didn't plan it this way. Had to be God and His perfect, His perfect way of thinking, His perfect way of design, way He designed His His holy word, way He designed His His earth, way He designed His creation, man, way He designed heaven, way it's man. I can only imagine on that day, but let's. Listen, John chapter 4, verse 24. This is at the time when, when Jesus is telling the woman at the well of who he, who he is and what he can do for her because she was a woman that had five husbands and living with one now. And here comes little old Jesus Stopping out, out of the way because he was on his way to Jerusalem, which he took the direct path, which was through Samaritan. I believe there was a reason. And he said, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit. Jesus tells Tells us to the woman at the well. And in this very moment. It changes the woman's life. Because here comes this man. That she's never seen in her life. Tell her about her life. And tell her that. He was the Messiah. And great things was going to happen. She, she was so. Much in joy and love and, and happiness. That she got to see God. And was truly. Relieved. It didn't matter no more about her past. Because God said everything was going to be okay. I'm going to be just fine because what? I am with you and I strengthen you. God is love. God's love means God's internal gives of himself to others. In fact, the scriptures defines God's love. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. Let's turn over to, to 1 John. It's back there towards Revelation somewhere. See? I said it like that so you can start 
looking these things up for yourselves and reading the Bible for yourselves. Don't just take my words for it. Look it up for yourself and listen. Read it out loud so you can hear the words of God speaking back to you. First John four eight. And he who does not love does not know God. For God is love. And in this love, verse 9, of God was manifest toward us. And that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world. And that we might live through Him. Verse 10. In this love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the preparation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time, and if we love one another, God abides in us, and His love has been perfected in us. Verse 13. By this we know that we abide in Him, and He is in us, because He has given us His Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son, the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him and He in God. And He know, know and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And He who abides in love abides in God and God in Him. Love has been perfected among us in this and that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as He is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But love, perfect love, casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. But He who has who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love Him because He first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar, for he does not love his brother, whom he has seen. And how can he love God whom he has not seen. And the commandment that we have for him is that he who loves God must love his brother also. That whole chapter. We just read a whole chapter in like five minutes about God's love. The full definition of God's love. 
right there in that full fourth chapter. That's why it's important to read your Bible right there and just read that one chapter in five minutes. So it takes five little minutes of your time to get to know God. Little bit day by day to understand His love. God is holy. God's holiness is the summary of all the other characteristics. When the angels see God, they declare His holiness. In Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3, they called out to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven. Yeah, I can't sing, but you get the point. Armies of his, of his majestic splendor fills the entire earth. The fact that they say this three times is evidence that he is empathetic. It is something very important that we do not miss His Holiness. God is also wrathful. Oh yes, God is wrathful. Because of His Holiness, He must and cannot tolerate sin. Genesis 3.17 Let's turn back over to Genesis 3.17 for a minute. You know, here's the serpent. The serpent tempts Eve in the Garden of Eden. And after she eats from the fruit... After the serpent tells this lie about, um, oh, you surely shall not die, that you will be just like God, and da 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 da. Oh, yes, they did not physically die, but spiritually they died because they were the reason of the birth of sin. Because of a birth of a little lie. That's the point of Satan. But here's why God can't see sin and He can't tolerate it. He says, but to Adam, He said, because you have listened to your wife. Now, no, now everyone, <laughs> now, <laughs> You're all going to look at each other now on this day, on Valentine's Day, and, and think, well, because I listened to you, I got in trouble. <laughs> no, here's what God said 
Because you listened to your wife, and from the and you ate from the tree in which I command you not to eat from the tree. The ground is cursed because of you and painful toil. You will eat of it in all the day of your life. This is the sin, the curse of all mankind. You see, the birth of sin didn't just affect men. It put a curse on the whole world. We'll say, people say, well, how does sin affect everything else? Think about it. It cursed the ground. It allowed the weeds to grow. It allowed things that did not, was not supposed to happen, happened. Just like sin, it chokes out the righteousness. It chokes out like weeds. And God was wrathful. So He cursed the whole, not just mankind, but the whole world. And after so long of this, God decided enough was enough. I'm going to destroy the evilness of this world. So he brought the flood. He brought the flood. He flooded the whole world. It's, but he, he saved a few just, you know, Noah and his family. Because he loved us. He loved us still. To give us another chance. And after chance, after chance, after chance. But how many more chances do you have? That's only a question you have to ask yourself. For God is sovereign. God is the central of all things. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And we know all things are called according to his purpose. And for this reason alone, this is the great confidence that nothing happens outside of his control. Let's go briefly over a few things about God. See, God has many names. Plural for God has many names. Although, I believe Jesus Christ is His perfect name. El Shaddai is Lord God Almighty. You pronounce that El Shaddai. All sufficient one, Lord God Almighty, used in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it occurs seven times. 
It is first used in Genesis. You don't have to turn there, but in Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. And Abram was 99, and the Lord appeared to him. I am the Almighty God, which El Shaddai means the Lord God Almighty. Other references of this name is in throughout is Genesis 28, 3, 35, 11, 43, 14, and 48, 3. El Eloye, the Most High God. El Elyone, the Most High God. In the Old Testament, it occurs 28 times. 19 times in Psalms, first used in Genesis 14, 18. Psalms 57, 2 says, I will cry unto God most high, and unto God that performeth all things for me. Adonai, Lord, Master. Used in the Bible, the Old Testament occurs 434 times. There are, these are, this is heavily used in the book of Isaiah. It occurs 200 times in Ezekiel alone. And it appears 11 times in the chapter 9 of the book of Daniel. It is first used in the 15th chapter of Genesis, verse 2. Yahweh. Yahweh. Or if you're country, Yahweh. <laughs> Lord Jehovah. Used in the Bible. It occurs in the Bible. 6,000. 519 times. <clears throat> this name is used more throughout the Bible. Genesis 2-4. Yahweh. But these are only a few, either way, by whom you call him. He is the Savior for us all. Jesus Christ is the main name we use today. God's name Jehovah, meaning God the Savior. Jesus is not only a man, but Jehovah becoming our Savior. Thus, He is our Savior. And as I close in my final thoughts, don't let tomorrow stop you from today of getting to know who God is. Because tomorrow's not promised. 
you can go out there and get on those icy roads and come to a stop or not. You can hit some ice and keep on going and hit something and you die. And then you never made that decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Then you never knew what love really was. So I inspire us all. I challenge us all for this week to go back and read chapter 4 of 1 John. And get a better outlook on how God's love is for us all. For we're going to play one last song and then pray out and then we'll be dismissed.
What a wonderful song. God is surely not dead. For if he's dead to you, then you never knew what love is. For on this day, it's about love. But to truly know what love is, is to truly know who God is. Allow us to bow our heads and we'll pray and we'll be dismissed. Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you this time. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. That you loved us so much. You, you created, you created us because you loved us. You came into this world to save us because you loved us. And you died on the cross and bore all our sins. Because you loved us. For there is no greater love. To lay down your life for your friends. And you did that. With honor sir. And we thank you. Lord we just ask you to be with us. Guide us. Strengthen us. And that we take this message. And we apply it to our hearts. And we remind ourselves daily that you are with us. And that you are strengthening us. And wherever we may go, there you will follow. Lord, forgive us where we fail you. Allow us to come back in our appointed time and worship. And that we should fellowship and worship you. Lord, I pray that whoever is listening to this, that it touches their heart in some way. Forgive us of our many sins in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to thank you here at Devotionals at the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for listening here at Anchor FM, and you can listen to us at on Spotify or any other podcast providers. May God bring you peace, love, and God's grace. Thank you.